sponsored by CuriosityStream. Get access to my streaming video service, Nebula, when you sign up at curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. Yep, I quit my day job and started this brand new channel where I make videos about Apple and related technology and culture almost every day. But because it's a new channel, you will have to subscribe again to see them. Yeah, I know, but totally worth it, I promise. Now, new iPhones are cool. The new entry-level iPhone is cool. The upcoming iPhone 12, cool. But sometimes it's what comes with the new iPhones that ends up being hella cool, like the iPhone 7 and AirPods. And I think that's about to happen again. I'm Renee Ritchie, and this is all about AirTags. AirTags, if you're not familiar with the term, are the long-rumored little thin mint-shaped accessories from Apple that'll give pretty much anything you own Find My iPhone-like capabilities. Maybe better. Now, Apple hasn't announced AirTags yet, but Apple has been slow jamming all the setup work for them over the last year already, starting with the new Find My Network last June at WWDC 2019 and a deeper dive at Black Hat 2020. Now, as you know, I'm never as interested in the what and the when as I am the how and the why. So let's start with the how or the highly differentiated user experience in Apple parlance. I figure it's gonna go something like this. You unbox your AirTags and immediately pair them with your iPhone or iPad. On the outside, it's super slick and easy, just like AirPods, tap, connect, done. On the inside though, something really clever will happen and it's all about privacy and security. Now, I'm gonna get nerdy here for a minute, but it's important. The setup creates an elliptic curve P224 private key pair, as well as a symmetric key and stores both of those in your iCloud keychain, Apple's built-in security system, and then syncs all of it to all your other Apple devices over secure CloudKit. That's the same way health data, for example, and other sensitive information get synced. Then let's say you put an AirTag on your house keys and promptly lose your house keys. Say, for example, on your next trip to the supermarket, because that's pretty much the only place most of us can go right now. Okay, so what AirTags do Literally their one job is to broadcast a Bluetooth low energy beacon. Think of it as an utterly silent ping, ping, ping that just says, I am here. Now the beacon is based on your symmetric key, which because of P224 is 28 bytes and fits just ever so nicely inside the 32 byte packet limit for Bluetooth 5.0. Because it's Bluetooth, it doesn't matter if that AirTag isn't on Wi-Fi or the cellular network. It doesn't need to get on the worldwide internet. It's just raising its tiny electromagnetic hand locally, hyperlocally, within Bluetooth range. Aye. Because it's low energy, it's also gonna have minimal impact on battery life, which is good because a dead AirTag would be much harder to find. And because the beacon is only based on your static symmetric key, even though it's pinning away like the red October over there, it makes it hard for anyone to use those pings to try to track you over time and space. See, what it does is take your symmetric key and every 15 minutes uses it to generate a second key that's based on your original key and that time interval. Then it derives a third, public key and uses that to unlinkably diversify the actual data in the ping it's so busily broadcasting out. To ridiculously oversimplify it, it's like taking the letters of your name, adding all the letters that spell out the time, shaking them all together, then wrapping them up in a new pseudo-random lock box every 15 minutes and throwing that box into a lake filled with other boxes that are also changing, seemingly at random, every 15 minutes. You know your name and you have the key to that box, but good luck to anyone else trying to break in and figure it all out. 
What that means is shopping malls can't use the AirTag ping to log you as you go from store to store, not for anything longer than 15 minutes. And no one can use it to track your location for any longer than that either, not in any place where there's any density of Bluetooth activity. Now, when someone else with an Apple device comes within Bluetooth range of the AirTag attached to your lost house keys, and they're also opted into the Find My network, they become what's called a finder. And no, that doesn't make the rest of us losers, except for that, yeah, we lost our house keys, whatever. Here's what happens next. The finder's device, let's say it's an iPhone, will pick up the public key being broadcast by your AirTags and use it to ECIES encrypt the finder's location. That data is then hashed into a lookup index using SHA-256 and relayed to Apple. So Apple ends up having your public key and the location where it was broadcast stored for that lookup table. Now, your identity remains completely private because the public key doesn't contain any knowledge of it. It's just a pseudo random blob of data. So the finder has no way of knowing who you are just because they came within range of the air tags or your house key. And because this is all happening behind the scenes, the finder doesn't even know they're relaying any information to Apple at all. Maybe even that your house keys are even there, not unless they stumble on them completely separately from the Find My system. Second, if you're the finder, you don't have to worry about your privacy either. The location data comes from your iPhone using typical location services, Wi-Fi router mapping, cellular triangulation, assisted GPS, all of that, but nothing aside from that location is sent. Nothing that says you're the one at that location. You could literally be anyone. And because of Bluetooth LE and things like network coalescence, which basically just means find my weights to relay until the processor and modem are waking up anyway, like to check for messages, there's very little impact on the finder's battery life either, even if it's constantly passively picking up pings, just like it would be from AirPods, Apple Watch, AirDrop, or any other accessory or feature that uses it. The relay is encrypted from the finder's device to Apple. So even if somebody bothered to try and eavesdrop on it, all they'd get is that pseudo random blob. And since Apple doesn't have your private key, only your devices do, Apple can't tell what's in that pseudo random blob either. Not that it's for your device, not what time, not where. All Apple can do is store the report or the reports as they come in. Okay, so how do you get your house keys back? Well, once you realize they're missing, you turn on your iPhone, hit the Find My app, and tap on the AirTag that's attached to them. Then, your iPhone will first pull that AirTag's information from iCloud Keychain and start going back and computing all the 15-minute interval public keys and lookup indexes it's generated, and then ask Apple servers for any matching reports. If there are any, Apple will send them down, again, as encrypted blobs between their servers and your iPhone, so no one can listen in. And then your iPhone will ECIES decrypt them and show you where your AirTag has been and when. In other words, your house keys will just show up in the Find My app the way your iPhone or iPad or any other Apple kit has for years. And hopefully, you'll simply be able to go out and pick them up. No frantic calls to families or locksmiths, not with all of this going on as well. Right now, today, you can already use Find My to ping any of your Apple devices with a speaker. Yes, fine, one ping only. So you can try and find them even if you can't immediately see them. But accessibility not only demands options, but it really is for everyone. So soon, I imagine, you'll be able to use things like the U1 spatial positioning chip in the iPhone 11 to laser pointer the exact location of your lost device, or the LiDAR scanner on the new iPad Pro, rumored to also be coming to the iPhone 12, to augment the reality of the world transparently around you and make your lost items glow. 
like Neon. Some people are gonna worry that AirTags will be abused by bad actors, that someone could just drop one into your gym bag and use it to track you. Sure, people can do that already with similar existing products like Tile, and never mind every action show on TV has had a plot or several showing exactly that being done with things as common as a cell phone. That won't stop it being made all about Apple though, because nothing makes a product or a headline as mainstream as making it all about Apple. Second, some people are gonna accuse AirTags of stepping all over the tile because the tile is similar and already exists. Just like there were headphones before AirPods and prior versions of pretty much every product Apple's ever made. Apple's advantage will be integration with Apple devices in a way that's not only unmatched by third parties, but simply unmatchable. Tiles will be the ability to do everything Apple typically refuses to do, like offer a lot of options, including cross-platform support for Android. Apple could, and I'd argue should, offer more APIs, application programming interfaces for third parties to make all of this stuff better for everybody. Sure, Sony or Tile or whoever would never be able to do anything like the custom silicon Apple will be pouring into their own accessories, but Apple should want any experience to always be better on Apple devices. And ultimately, alternatives are better for everyone. That's exactly the reason I helped create Nebula. That and to see Tom Scott try and take several of my co-creators money. It's, it's just brutal. Like five rounds of psycho-financial warfare on Sam from Wendover, Mia Mulder, Sophie Ward, Rowan Francis, and Mike Boyd as Tom makes them choose between small self-gains and maximum mutual profit. It's exclusively on Nebula, which comes bundled with CuriosityStream, the home of thousands of documentaries and series by people like David Attenborough and Chris Hatfield, and, wait for it, right now is offering just an incredible deal. 40% off annual subscriptions and gift cards, and that makes it just $11.99 for the entire year, the entire year, so that you can stay curious, stay entertained, and stay engaged while we're all here staying at home. Go to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie for unlimited access to the world's top documentaries and nonfiction series, and now Nebula as well, and enter the promo code Ritchie to start your membership completely free for the first 31 days. Thanks CuriosityStream and thanks to all of you for supporting the show. Now, I know I got really deep in the woods there because privacy and security, and it's important, but really all of that happens in the background. All we'll do is pair air tags like we pair AirPods and find our house keys or wallets or bags or whatever as easily as we find our iPhones. Just that simple. That's the whole beauty of it and why I'm so excited about it. So. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, ring that bell gizmo if you want YouTube to actually tell you when new episodes go live, and then hit up the comments and let me know what do you think about AirTags, about all of it. Thanks for watching, see you next video.